salt and light. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This is Janice. And I'm Bonnie. And welcome to our 20th episode. That's a accomplishment, I think. That is an accomplishment. That's right. a lot of episodes so far. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's a fun. lot. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to probably cap this as season one and then just start a season two. Season two, And right. we're probably thinking, you know, season one was... I guess more general, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to touch on a lot of different topics. Um, but we're hoping, and of course, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, um, season two maybe will be a little bit more in-depth, maybe? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, as the seasons grow, it's like how you grow with your walk with God, you know? Mm-hmm. You start out just kind of like as a baby, and then you just continue to grow and grow. And hopefully we'll have more guests on the show as well. Yes. give more testimony, different views. So yes. that'll be good. Yeah. So this will be our last episode for the season. But I know um, our cousin Chelsea was saying, like, take a break between seasons, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to keep going every week and we're just going to call it season two. Yeah. So. You know why? Because, um, you know, I realized that when we took that break, that was probably mm-hmm. well needed. But when we took that break with mm-hmm. our uncle, when we found out the news, I realized that, and Janice, you realize it too, that it kind of like set us back and like, it, yeah. like, it's like, we're trying to catch up now and, and everything. So yeah. I don't think it's a really good idea. I mean, of course, unless it's like absolutely necessary and things happen, but yeah, I think it's a good idea to just keep going and just mm-hmm. keep with the momentum, yeah, with the momentum, because I feel like once we kind of stop, it's like, it just gets us on, yeah. like, uh, how do, you, how do you say like stuck, you know? And then it's like, yeah, catch up so yeah yeah we're trying to usually we do the podcast on wednesdays but now it's been like thursdays or no it was a saturday last week i think yeah so we're getting we're getting back we're a day off but we're still good right good um so this week we want to talk about a topic that i think I mean, I think it's always been around, like people was o- people have always said it and made comments like this, but I feel like lately it's like even more prevalent. Um, so we want to talk about, you know, just, I guess, misconceptions of what um, a Christian is or a believer, right? Because right? Christian now, I was listening to, I forgot who I was listening to, but Christian could mean anything, right? Like it could mean oh, you're... Yeah. A liberal Christian or a conservative Christian, a Christian, a, a religious Christian, a, a flip floppy Christian, a, mm-hmm. you know, like Luke there's warm. so many words for Christian, mm-hmm. lukewarm, spiritual, you know, spiritual Christian, right? Right. There's yeah, exactly. There's so many. There's you know Christians who smoke. There's Christians who you know do all these things. So it's like it's such a wide label now. I think everybody's called everybody calls himself a Christian in some way, right? Right. Um, I think um, I actually heard I think it was Marcus Rogers when I something today that he said that um, in Biden's inauguration that there were transgenders praying or something. Mm-hmm. something yes, I heard like about that. something like that to that effect. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we're not even going to get into that. But, you know, it's just it's just a white label. And another thing is like a hypocrite. Right. Right. Like christians they're hypocrite oh like why 
you know, you're talking about you're talking about me, but look at you. And a lot of people leave or they say the reason to leave their church. Right. It's because of hypocrites in the church. Right. Which is ridiculous. OK, everybody. Hello. It's ridiculous. There's <laughs> hypocrites everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Yep. At your job. You're even a hip- everybody's we're even hypocrites ourselves. Right. Yes. Most of the time, yes. you know, so we're, we, we, it's just, most of the time it's just an excuse. It's like a cop out, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm talking for myself. I'm talking for every, mostly, probably mostly everybody. We kind of just mm-hmm. use things as an excuse to not follow God. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, don't like the title of our, our message is don't get it twisted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it confused. When we say don't get it twisted, don't get it confused. Right. But don't they say like don't get it twisted, boo boo? Yeah, don't get it twisted, you know? boo boo. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just don't get it confused. Christians, we're humans. I hope everybody knows that, right? right. We're not just like uh spirits floating around. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us, right? But we're human. Right. We make mistakes. We all make mistakes. What's important is the condition of our heart, right? Like, does God see that? we made a mistake but we repent and we turn away and we want to be better exactly right like so it's like you know people are saying okay well i'm just gonna leave this church because there's too many hypocrites here or what was your example bonnie about the pastor stealing the money or something yeah i mean most of the time what i've heard um of people not wanting to come to church or attend a church is because they feel that all the pastors want are is your money and listen, mm-hmm. that may very well be true for some pastors, for some churches. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've heard about it. I'm sure it's come out in the news. There have mm-hmm. been probably major, um, you know, well-known pastors who have taken advantage of people mm-hmm. and their money. But we have to understand, and like I've told those people who have said that to me, we have to understand that we have to look at ourselves and we have to look at our walk with God. We cannot just, yeah. uh, you know, oh, well, because I feel like the pastor's just asking me for money or the, the you know, for tithing. Uh, oh, no, forget it. I'm not going to go. Now, listen, again, there are pastors who do take abuse. But you know what? Mm-hmm. One thing is that we have to know is that God is a just God. He's a loving God, but he's also a just God. And he is going to deal with those people. Those people are going to have to take account for messing with God's, you know, funds, with with messing with God's um you know, uh, the church and messing with mm-hmm. people, God, unless they repent and turn from their ways and are sorry and they ask for forgiveness, they're going to have to take account, accountability for what they have done. Um, so we can't just, mm-hmm. you know, take that all the time and use that as an excuse. And as long as you know that you are giving money, however much it may be, little or, or a lot, as long as you know that you're giving money from your heart and for, you know, from a good intent, God knows mm-hmm. your heart. God sees that. And God mm-hmm. is going to bless you. Don't worry about them. If they're abusing the money, they will mm-hmm. have to take accountability. Some way, some shape, some form. Doesn't matter. They will have to answer to the Lord. So we just have to remember yeah. that as well. Yeah. And uh, we're not going to get into tithing and all stuff, but that is a topic that we we keep meaning to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but just what Bonnie was saying, like, why are you so concerned? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like why as believers or people who visit church or what why are you so concerned about what the next person is doing? Yes, it's annoying if you see your pastor who you know who doesn't have a job 
with a a jet or a boat, right? <laughs> like you're like, oh, he's probably taking my money. But little that you people know, a lot of people who say things like that, they don't know anything because my father is a pastor, mm-hmm. right? And my father has a full time job. He has his own business. He doesn't take not one dollar right. from the church not oh. one it all goes for that building and supporting his his mom who lives um in the building right you know but there are also other pastors that yeah they do take a salary and stuff like that we we forget that it's a job it's a job it's a job mm-hmm. right it is a job yeah and i wish i would i would have wrote it down because i actually just read something like that like um it says basically like we should be taking care of yes, the past that does like, talk about it in the bible i believe yes yeah it, it yeah. does and i wish yeah. i would have wrote it yeah. down i'm gonna try to find out what we're talking but it's like we we should be taking care of our pastors well because you know? they're giving us um the spiritual food right so we're, right. we're going there for our spiritual food every week so they're blessing us and you know pastor being a pastor or just being any kind of in in any kind of leadership in the church it's a lot of work. Even the worship, yeah, team, you're going to practices two or three times a week, you know, uh, you know, when it's nighttime or after work or in the morning, you know, the pastors, it's a lot of work. They got to, they got to manage the church. They got to manage people in the church. They got to deal with people that they probably don't want to deal with. They have to sit there yeah. at least once or twice a week and get their sermon, you know, write up their sermon and do mm-hmm. research and, 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 you know, have to also do visiting people visiting in the hospital and praying. It's a lot of behind the scenes work yeah that we don't yeah. we, we just get to come once a week maybe have some good mm-hmm. food or coffee or whatever sit down enjoy a sermon uh, hallelujah and leave but right. pastors have a lot of work so it is a job as much as it's you know gray and it's from the lord and all that but it is a job mm-hmm. because they're the it is it's, it's a full-time 24-hour job right you yeah. know and and if anything right like if if you have a regular job right and okay the enemy's attacking you mm-hmm. right how much more is the enemy attacking the pastors and the people in in the church who are full-time how much more are you do you think that the enemy's attacking them because they're doing god's work full-time right. right so that's exhausting too yes you know so let's keep that in mind and and you know i'm saying for myself as well you know let's have grace for you know, for the pastors and things like that. And and in regards to offering and stuff like that, like, oh, they just, they just, like Bonnie said, they just want my money. They just want my money. Look, listen, I doubt that you're giving millions at a time or you're giving hundred dollar <laughs> bills. Okay, so your one dollar bill, that's great if you give it from your heart. But let's be honest, your one dollar bill can't even probably buy, buy a bag of chips. <laughs> I think it's like 125 now for a bag of chips, for real. So, you know, like, let's stop mm. acting like, you know, that $1 bill is going to break our pockets when you're spending hundreds of dollars on probably sneakers. Right. Right. Or mm-hmm. you're spending hundreds of do- like, what, $500 on a PlayStation? That's right. how much it <laughs> Yes, $500 for the new the PlayStation. PlayStation. Yep. PlayStation 5. But you can't get $5 that you go to a church every Sunday and you come out in joy and you receiving that spiritual food like Bonnie is saying, but you cannot give up that five dollars when you're looking in your wallet you see a five and two ones and you give that one you know what i mean <laughs> like come on let's give from our heart because god knows right god knows let's support you know the churches that we're in and um and it says in the bible when we when we talk about tithing and stuff that it says that the storehouse i believe the store 
houses of mm-hmm. heaven like when we give they will be open so that means it will just rain on us like financially and blessings and all those things that's a promise right that yes that's, that's definitely one of the promises of god and now you know to kind of like go on side now there are uh-huh. definitely toxic churches right that you probably mm-hmm. should leave or you should not attend um churches mm-hmm. where you know it's more like a dictatorship or a cult or maybe they're not teaching based on the word of god or maybe they mm-hmm. are more concerned with losing people than losing God. So yes, there are those kind of churches. We're not telling you to stay in a toxic church, um, mm-hmm. you know, and with that, you know, we have to ask for wisdom, you know, like in the Bible, in uh, Proverbs chapter two, verse six, it says that for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And it also talks about it in Proverbs chapter four, verses six through seven, where it says, do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you love her and she will watch over you wisdom is supreme therefore get wisdom though it costs all that you have get understanding so we can Mm -hmm. for wisdom in all situations so if you do feel like you are in a toxic church if you feel like you are in a church where the pastor maybe is very well taking advantage um of all of the congregation or there's just it's just toxic all around maybe it's just toxic then yes you know definitely pray for it but we believe that god will put it in your heart and you will know whether to leave that church or not so there are going to be situations Mm -hmm. where god is going to remove you from a church because it's not healthy for you but we're talking about church hurt right quote unquote as they say right church hurt like just because you know we have to understand that no church is perfect. Nobody is perfect. I know that we would love to believe that we're all perfect, but we are, not mm-hmm. perfect, especially Christians. We're not perfect. Now we are to be growing and maturing and, and changing. Yes. You know, and getting better and better as the time goes on, but we're always going to make a mistake. So just because somebody maybe offends you here or there, mm-hmm. or maybe one time, it doesn't mean like, Oh, that's it. You know, uh, I'm leaving this church and I'm never coming back and I'm never going to any other church. And no, we have to pray about mm-hmm. that. We have to pray for our enemies as well, right? As much as maybe we don't mm-hmm. want to, because I'm talking to myself too, but yeah. the word is to pray for your enemies because it's going mm-hmm. to bless them in the sense of it's it's going to help them to realize, it may take some time, but it's going to mm-hmm. help them to realize through those prayers that you're praying over them on what they did to you. God is going to open up their mm-hmm. eyes and then they're going to one day, whether it takes I don't know how long or maybe a short period of time, but one day they mm-hmm. go up to you and say, you know what? God made me realize that I hurt you and I'm sorry. And I apologize. And you know what? Half of the time too, people don't even know that they offend you. People don't mm-hmm. know that you're upset at them. You're walking mm-hmm. around <laughs> all upset. And then they're just like, doop, 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 like nothing. They don't even know yeah. half of the time. So we also have to pray on that. We also have to pray too. Like, why are we getting so easily offended? Is it something in us? Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of, wisdom yeah we need a lot of direction from the holy spirit with a lot of things we just can't so th- that's what we're talking about we're talking about yeah you know don't expect you can't just work. leave right if if like belkis or sara is gossiping <laughs> gossiping you know she's a bonchinchera she's you know gossiping that's what it means she's you know whoever is talking behind your back yeah like of course you're not gonna like that but you're not gonna get mad and just leave right you know or you're not gonna just leave because you know, the worship team, you know, they don't sing your favorite coritos, right. your favorite songs, you know, right. your church songs, or they're more, or they're too modern with their songs, or they're too old fashioned with their songs, right. or the preacher spits into the microphone when he <laughs> talks. So, you know, 
you remember those microphones yeah. with the little covers on it yes <laughs> when i was little like real quick it's it disgusting oh i was like I, I was so curious i remember smelling the microphone Ew. and it's it smelled like breath <laughs> it smelled like hot hot breath. well could you imagine knows, how many mouths have been on <laughs> preaching it's the microphone right it's, i don't know if you people know but it's a microphone and then it has like a little cover on it like, like a the black styro- cover like, like a yeah, like a little yeah. spongy cover on it. Yes. And I remember, like, I don't know why I smelled it. I was a sick yeah. kid, but I was like, oh, <laughs> things were like breath. <laughs> Nobody changes this cover? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so gross. But, you know, you, you're not going to just leave because of silly things like that. The most important thing, of course, is where God wants you. Mm-hmm. You know, is yeah. he saying for you to be there or is he saying for you to go and make sure you definitely pray on that and get confirmation? Yeah. And also, um, are they preaching from the word of God? Are they preaching right. from the Bible? Yeah. What they're saying is, is it biblically sound? Right. Um, but you're not going to just be a, a church hopper. Right. You know, going from one church to the next church. Oh, because this church, I like this, this uh, leadership over here. I like the, the, the way they sing over here. I like the way they preach. Like Bonnie said, there is not going to be a perfect church. No, there's not going to be a perfect church. And if you have problems with somebody um, or they're, they're sinning, it says in Matthew 18, 15, if your brother sins, go and show him his faults in private. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mean talk to your friends about it. And then you have like a little click in church and then there's a, you know, Belkis and the Bonchincheras <laughs> on the other side, you know, whatever. <laughs> That don't mean that. It means solve it in private. But before you do that, in Matthew 7, 3, it says, why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, Mm. but do not notice and acknowledge the log that is in your own eye? Mm. So obviously, we can't have a whole log in our eye, right? Right. Like, that's like (laughs) impossible. You would be dead. (laughs) Yeah, but exactly. Like, you literally would be dead. But what it's saying is that, you know, you're like nitpicking or you're right. looking for faults right. in your brothers and sisters in Christ and be like, oh, this person, yeah, they messed up that verse. Oh, they're so dumb. They don't yeah. even know the Bible. <laughs> you know, you're, you're nitpicking at things, but then you don't notice your own sin. You don't know. You don't notice what's going on in your own self. Right. So you want to rush and tell people about themselves like, oh, you you gossiping about, about me. You're doing this. You're doing that. But maybe behind closed doors, you're doing something worse than gossiping. Yeah. That's so Let's true. be honest. That's so true. And again, you know what? Um, again, we also have to remember that God knows all, right? So God knows that God knows when you have gotten hurt and you really had no fault in it. Like it really wasn't your fault. You really didn't do anything to deserve to be hurt. God will mm-hmm. redeem you. God will, mm-hmm. you know, recover you. God will help you. God will get you, you know, get you through that. God is going to comfort you. Um, he's going to be your lawyer. He's going to vindicate you. So Let's also keep that in mind, too, that, you know, yes, there are times where people are going to hurt you and for no good reason, for no reason. Mm-hmm. And, and it is going to be hurtful. And and God sees our tears. God sees our sadness. God, that you know, sees like, man, you know, we really are hurt. I really got hurt from this person. God, is, God sees that. So let's keep that also in mind that God does not forget and he doesn't forget. Mm-hmm. about you. So if you really have been hurt from someone in church, um, God knows that he's our vindicator he's our, and he's our vindicator. Yeah. And he's going to protect you. And he's going here. He counts the tears that you cry. So we just have mm-hmm. to remember that. And those who have hurt you, especially intentionally, because again, sometimes people don't even know that they hurt you. 
either way, whether it's unintentional or intentional, God will reveal it to them somehow, some way. Like I said, it may mm-hmm. be a short period of time or it may take mm-hmm. a while, but God is going to all of a sudden convict them one day yeah. and just open up their eyes and they're just going to be like, oh my God, I did this to so-and-so. Wow, you know why I didn't even realize. I'm so sorry. And in due time, you will get that apology, you know, but we have to just put our trust. But even if you don't, and even, if, even you don't, if you don't, right. Just forgive them for yourself. Right. Right. Like I, I've been hurt many times uh, that I haven't gotten an apology. And I'm like, what's up with that? You know, <laughs> I think everybody has um, been there and we're like, yeah, like you haven't yeah, gotten it. And that person never apologizes. Yeah. But what's most important, God wants you to forgive yes. anyway. Right. For yourself, for your relationship right. with God. Because right. when you have that unforgiveness, it turns to bitterness. Oh, it turns to yes. anger. It turns to resentment. Yes. It turns to all it those gives things. It gives a foothold to things, the enemy. Right. And mm-hmm. all those things separate us. Right. For, with our relationship with God. So, you know, God has many, t- a couple times already, like, even he has called me to forgive, even though somebody has done something really uh, wrong to uh, me. Preach, and preach. I have every right. Yes. I have every right to be upset. I have every every right. But God is like, no, forgive anyway. Pray yeah. about it. And I didn't want to forgive. Yeah. So I actually had to pray and, and fight through those tears and be like, God, I don't know how to forgive. So you're going to have to help me. Right. And every time I pray, like God will just heal a little more of my heart. Right. So that it got to the point where I didn't even need uh, uh, apology anymore mm-hmm. and I never got it anyway but even if I did get it it did, it wouldn't even matter because I had let it go yeah and God and healed your heart fine God healed right your heart. and he healed me mm-hmm. from that so even if you never get that apology you know especially with people in church and stuff like that keep focusing on God because that's the most important the one horrible thing you can do for yourself and your relationship with God is just leave a church just leave a church because somebody you know, is gossiping or something like that and just leave. Like you need to worry about your salvation. Right. Right. Yeah, like that's absolutely. most important. Yeah. And actually it says it in Philippians chapter two, verse 12, it says that therefore my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence can't or continue to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. exactly your well bonnie said your own salvation stop worrying about you know sarai's salvation over there what she doing and over that stuff stop worrying about everybody else in the church worry about yourself right. worry about your salvation your walk with god your relationship with god you going to church for you right exactly. like, and, and to be with like-minded people but you're going to church for you you're going for edification for you you're going right. to get that joy that you receive when you're in the presence of God for mm. you, right? Mm. You're not doing it for everybody else. Right. And you know you what? Know? Like I was mm-hmm. telling Janice, I'm sorry, but I thought you finished. No, so go I thought, ahead. No, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Like I was telling Janice. You know, Janice, I keep I kinda, going if you don't stop. I know. <laughs> I kind of made this up as I was like writing stuff on this topic. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just in case, what is it? Copywriting? Copyright, whatever. <laughs> Just in case somebody tried to take it and be like, oh, that was my thing. But we got to copyright it, trademark it. Yeah, copyright it. But, you know, in other words, like, remember that just because you got church hurt does not mean that you should not be alert, right? So, alert in the sense of still be alert to follow Christ and continuing 
your walk and also be alert. This is what I wanted to mention it. Be alert to the enemy's devices and schemes to distract you from the call on your life from Christ, because this is going to be one of the tactics that the enemy does actually not that he will do. He's already doing. That's why there's so many people out of church because yeah. this is one of his distractions. This is one of his schemes. He gets into your mind. He puts these thoughts. He plops these thoughts in your head. Uh, you know, if you see a pastor on the news, you know, uh, uh, because they, you know, took money or whatever the case, boom, that's right away. He puts a thought in your head. See, this is why you shouldn't go to church. Mm-hmm. They're hypocrites. Oh, look, oh, yep. your money. They're just selfish. They're greedy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, yep. so these are one of the ways that the enemy could distract you. And the enemy takes mm-hmm. you on that road you know, uh, yep. to, to get out of the church, because once you start leaving the church, mm-hmm. um, you know, church again, let's make it clear. Church does not save you like physically, right. body, you know, the, the building does not save you just because there's so many, mm-hmm. we've done a topic on this. I believe there's so many people that they go to church, but it doesn't mean that they're saved. You know, yeah. they go there for many reasons. So church, the building does not save you. What saves you yeah. is your personal relationship with Christ, but mm-hmm. church is, a major or should be a major part of your walk with Christ because you are gathering we're the body. Yeah, we're the body. And you're gathering together on a weekly basis or maybe more mm-hmm. to to be in the presence of God, to dwell in the presence mm-hmm. of God, to worship together, to be with like-minded people. And miss, mm-hmm. there's gonna be so many blessings. It could be just a you know, a regular conversation that comes up. And it could be an answer to a prayer that you've been praying for. You know, you just don't mm-hmm. know. God does so many things or somebody could pray for you that day and you could get healed or, or whatever, whatever the case may be. There's so many blessings when you come together as a mm-hmm. body of Christ. So, and that's what the enemy hates the most. And actually we just did an mm-hmm. episode on unity. He hates yeah. unity and he wants to destroy yeah. it any way he can. So if he could use that offense Mm-hmm. grow inside of you so much so that you'll be like you know what i'm leaving and then once you leave that church you're not going to want to go back to another church right and then it's harder to get back on the path. and a lot of people think okay well you know i don't have to be in the building yeah. like bonnie said i i'll have church at home mm-hmm. no but iron sharpens iron right like we you know god blesses us with different gifts wisdom of the word and and, and on all these different things that iron sharpens iron. So we need to sharpen each other as believers. We need to come together. And it actually says in the Bible, and we talked about it in one of our, um, probably the power of unity, you know, how we are the body of Christ. Right. You know, how can we walk without legs? If the leg doesn't come, if um, you're a leg, you know, your body part, how can you walk? Right. You know, if, if we're missing an arm, if, you know, we as the body we have to come together to form that one body. If if one person with one gift doesn't come or the other one doesn't come, we don't form that full body. Right. You know, so um, it's important. And also I'm reading this really good book. I'm almost done with it. I really like it uh, for anybody who's interested because uh, I have problems with this. So it's called The Power of a Woman's Words Mm. um, and is by Sharon Janes. And I'll put it in our references if anybody's interested in getting it. But um, I've really been enjoying it a lot. And she talks a lot about encouragement, like how we're supposed to talk to one another. And there's a section in the book um, how we're to encourage each other as believers. Yeah. And actually... Us believers, mm-hmm. we're we're really harsh with each other. We are. 
you know, we're very critical with each other. We're very like, you know, oh, this person has said this wrong. Oh, no, like they don't know the Bible as well as I do. Oh, right. I went to theology school. I know more than you. Oh, I speak Latin. So that means I can read or Greek. I can read the original Bible. You know, all this stuff. We don't encourage each other. And it's so important to encourage each other, but also our pastors. Yes. You know, I think a lot of people, again, I'm talking about pastors, a lot of people think, well, the pastors get their encouragement from God, right? Whatever. You know, they're fine. Right. But it's hard. It's very hard. You know, being a pastor and, and trying to, you know, tend to, you know, the sheep of the of the church. So it's really important to encourage one another and in love, right? So one of the scriptures that I um, have is Ephesians 4, 2, and it says, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, mm. right? So it all comes back to love. In John 13, 34, it says, a new command I give you. This is Jesus talking. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Mm -hmm. If we just have that, then we're good. Right. Right. Like if we just have that thing of loving one another the same way we love ourselves, then we'll be good, right. you know? So it's so important to like empower each other, encourage each other. Um, and not lastly, but the last uh, scripture I have, like, you know, if you have left church, you know, and you're like, oh, well, I left church because, you know, Belkis was talking about me. When, it, when it's judgment day, that God, like Bonnie has said before, God is going to ask you, um okay what about you what did you do with the right. talents and everything that i have given you and you're not going to be like oh cole belke's up here to stand with me because she's the reason why i left church because i mean like, no, i'll deal with her later right what about you and it says in philippians 2 10 that at the name of jesus every knee should bow mm. of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord yeah. to the glory of God the Father. So every knee, one day, whether you're doing it now or not, please do it now. <laughs> but every day, or uh, one day, every knee in heaven, in earth, and under the earth is going to bow at the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, so And confess with their tongue, you know, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Right. So stop worrying about I don't know why I keep saying Spanish names. Finlandia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying names that I've heard. Guadalupe. You know. Guadalupe. Yeah. Stop worrying about, you know, these people in church. Focus on your salvation. Yes. God, and pray about, and pray, you know, pray to God about them. You know, be like, God, you know, they're distracting me. They're saying this, they're saying that. God will come through for you. He's your vindicator. Of course. Definitely. But just fix your eyes on jesus yeah. and let block all that other stuff out yeah and also just remember too that uh -huh. people cannot save you only god could save you so people right. people cannot save your soul people cannot save you know you only god could do that so we have to also mm -hmm. not give people that much power i know it's hard especially speaking from me that I'm, I struggle with like a uh, people pleasing. Um, mm -hmm. And that's like a, a thing that I'm working on, but we have to not, we have to be careful not to put people as idols. 
in our life and to allow them to rule everything that we do. Now, it may be hard. There's going to be trials and tribulations. There's going to be hiccups. There's going to be arguments, disagreements. There's going to be, you know, again, pain and hurt there. But through that, God is going to work it out. Just think about all the times that maybe you've gone through situations, whether you were young in your childhood or even, you know, now that you, we've probably gone through situations where we thought we were going to die. You know, where we thought like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm hurt. I'm never going to get over this, you know, and and it may feel that way, but guess what? You're still here. God got you through it. Mm -hmm. You forgave eventually, or you're still working on it, but either way, you're still here. You got through it. And what did it do? It may sound like a cliche, but it's true. It made you stronger. It made you braver. It made Mm -hmm. you wiser. So anything that God allows is not to harm us. It's for our good. It may hurt us for that, yeah. moment, but through that, we're going to learn something. We don't yeah. what, but we're going to learn something. So also just remember that as well. What was it? What was your saying again? Oh, um, again, copyright, copyright. Church hurt. Um, just because. Church? Yeah, just because you got church hurt does not mean you should Stay alert. be alert. Yeah, we'll be like. Church hurt, but be alert. Yeah. Something like that. Trademark it, somebody. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll see sweatshirts. Right? Hey. From, like, oh, I thought said that. from your lips to God's ears, you never know. Warehouse coming soon, <laughs> 2022 or whatever. <laughs> so I guess we'll wrap it up, right? So Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Um, also, wait, just, before we wrap it up, guys, don't yeah. forget if you stood here this long at the end, but we forgot to mention it in the beginning. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at salt and light podcast with an S at the end. And also our email salt and light 1111 at gmail.com. Yes. And, and send in your testimonies for testimony Tuesday. Somebody out there. Somebody. Okay. Anybody. Somebody send us an email. You got a free A coupon. Exactly. Maybe a a, a cute guy, a girl waved at you in the car. I don't know. Something. Something. It brightened your day. I mean, Yes. Somebody gave you encouragement. Yeah. Uh compliment. Your eyelashes grew back. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> Why they were burned off. <laughs> People be playing with fire. You know, we don't know. We don't know what happens in the house. Just... They not alert. They not alert. I cooking Munyang, whatever. What is it called? Filet. I can't even pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? A filet munyang? Mignon? What is it? That's a filet mignon, but I think you mean creme brulee. I think you mean creme brulee. <laughs> See? I, oh my God. I would have been trying to do a filet with a torch. I would have been like, what? <laughs> a filet mignon, people. You heard it first, all right? That's a new recipe coming soon. <laughs> so, hey, maybe the, their eyelash got burnt off and maybe it grew back, Mendito, after using castor oil. We don't know what's happening oh, over yeah. there. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know any any little blessing. Any blessing is not little. It's if it's from God, you know, share it with us. It's to encourage each other, encourage me and Bonnie. Yes. Um, Hello. Just because we do these podcasts does not mean, guys, that we don't need encouragement. We go through oh, situations in our life and a lot of times mm-hmm. I mean, thank God that, you know, God has <clears throat> placed us like I mean, of course we're cousins, but place us together because we do encourage one another like when one is down yeah. the other one encourages and when the other one is down vice versa so you know thank god for that and for anybody mm-hmm. who also encourages you know in our life but just because we do mm-hmm. podcasts doesn't mean 
that we're perfect or we don't go through things or we're not sad at the moment or whatever the case. So mm-hmm. they encourage us as well. So please you know, yeah, get in there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just to close it out, I wanted to do a quick prayer uh, for people. I can do it, Bonnie, or if you want to feel you should do it for people who mm-hmm. um, to come back, those who have gone away or have left church okay uh for whatever reason and they don't know where to go you know that god put it in their hearts to come back to church and to also direct them to the right church Mm. so i don't know if you want to do it bonnie yeah okay okay all right lord father we just want to close this podcast up with a prayer lord and we come before you humbly asking lord father for those who are listening right now lord even if it's one person lord we ask Lord father that you bless them lord we ask lord that their ears and hearts are open to receive this message lord today whether they're listening to it in the morning or at nighttime whatever time of the day Lord father we just ask that they are alert and aware, Lord Father, we ask, Lord, that if they have gone through this situation, Lord, through a quote-unquote church hurt, Lord, where they are really hurt by somebody in the church or just somebody, you know, who they trusted, Lord, and they are having a hard time forgiving or letting go um, or even praying for them, you know, Lord, you know their pain. You know what they have gone through. You know the tears that they've cried. You know the, the pain in their heart that they feel every day, Lord Father. And it's not a joke. It's not a laughing matter, Lord Father, and you see it, Lord, and we just pray for that person or those people right now, Lord, that you will bless them, that you will help them, that you will comfort them, that you will give them the strength and the perseverance that they need, Lord Father, and we pray, Lord, that if they have left the church, Lord, we pray that they come back. We pray that you put a a pulling in their heart. Lord Father, in their spirit, a nudge, Lord Father, let the Holy Spirit guide them back to the church, Lord, and also to put them in the right church, whether it's to come back to that church or to go to a different church, Lord Father, wherever you want them to be, Lord Father, I just pray and we pray that they find the house, the right house of God to lead them and to direct them in, Lord Father, and we pray that wherever they need healing, may they have that healing, Lord Father, may you heal them, Lord, and may they forgive if they need to forgive, or may they be forgiven if they're the ones who have offended somebody, Mm -hmm. even, you know what, and somebody who's listening, if they feel, or maybe through this message that their eyes have been opened, that maybe they feel that they maybe offended somebody, then I, we Mm -hmm. pray, Lord Father, that you put in their heart to go to that person or to those people to apologize to them and to say sorry to that person, Lord, who they hurt, Lord Father. So put it in their heart if you have offended somebody. So we just thank you for everything that you do. And we just continue to ask, Lord, for the body of Christ that you will continue to give us the spirit of persistence and perseverance, Lord, and growth, Lord, and help us to stand firm in your word, Lord Father. We thank you for all that you do. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, everyone, again, for listening and for making it this far. And we pray that, you know, this has been a blessing to you. Yes. And I guess we'll see you in what? Season two. Season two. Peace out.